I've played the first game about halfway through around the time of its release ish. <laughs> okay. So like <laughs> what year did that come out in? Oh uh, God. In in US it had it was like early DS days, so it came out before I worked at Best Buy, or at least before I bought a DS for sure. So it was like 2004, was, 2005? I, that was going to be my guess. Is That, that kind sounds of about period. right. Yeah, because I started right after high school and I graduated 2005. So that sounds about right. You graduated high school in 2005? Yeah. We've had this conversation before. <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> Don't even ask Randall. Seriously. <laughs> Christ's sake. No, I, I, I always remember, forget. I don't, I don't know if we were like stoned or drunk or anything, but like I think like Glenn <laughs> and I were talking about how we like graduated high school in like 2008, and like you were you were just like incredulous, like what? No, <laughs> you graduated in like 2005. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just like I don't know. You guys don't seem younger than me. Uh, I guess it doesn't say much for me. You don't seem older than me. <laughs> What's that? I assume. I literally assume. Everyone is my age until like sure. prove another. I think, fuck, uh, Nick Cartwright just posted something about like Forgiveness Rock Record, uh, the yeah. Broken Social Scene album. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, yeah, high school is a long time ago. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> that he's was his that high school record? Fuck. Oh, God. Hey everybody, welcome to Pursuing Pixels. This is episode number 54 and my name's Kevin Portelli and I'm here tonight with Randall Nolery. Hey everybody. And John Hines. Hey there. And uh, we're back <laughs> for another week and we're back as always to talk about some video games. I never know how to kick these episodes off. <laughs> or I guess to we're kind of just going to, yeah, or to, I never, stuff. I don't know how to do anything. Guys. Yeah. I don't know how to host a podcast, but, <laughs> um, but we're figuring it out as we go. Even a year in, we're still figuring things out, but, uh, <laughs> Always but improving. I guess we're, you know, I guess we're to kick things off. We're just going to kind of kick the ball around today. We're just going to kind of, you know, warm things up a little bit, warm up the mics while we uh, talk about what we've been dipping our toes into. I know uh, I had a little bit of a tough time putting down Lonely Mountains downhill. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to get into like another segment on it or anything, but I know you picked it up too, John. Um, have you played much of it at all? Or Yeah, I've, I've unlocked the second route and I've played like one of the night mode levels oh, nice. of the first route. So like I, I've been I've been playing a lot around on it. Uh, I've really, I've committed to tank controls. I've, I've now <laughs> good man. a very strong opinion that that is the correct way to play the game. There you go. Good man. Uh, but no, it's, it's very fun. I haven't gotten too much in depth, but I've, uh, started like the challenges and the unlocks and I'm really, I'm really pumped to keep playing it and really start doing, I've already like gotten a few shortcuts down on routes where I'm like, oh, that's. I'm feeling really good about that, so I'm I'm pumped to like do some really more dangerous and dumber, yeah, <laughs> like mastering new jumps and stuff, yeah, mm -hmm. um, yeah. So we'll get into that, I'm sure, in the future. But I, I've I had to actually unhook my Xbox and uh, and hook up my Wii U, which I'll get into a little bit later. But you I was only just got like, one I, HDMI I have... slot on that TV. What's going on? Well, I've I've got it. I've got it all piped through my capture card, oh. so I can like capture uh, video just in case. Sure, sure. So I actually did capture. Uh, some Wii U footage, believe it or not. So nice. I'll, I'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, but uh, John, what have you been kind of messing around with uh, in the meantime? Eh, well, uh, I had a, a little bit of a crisis moment looking at my village and Animal Crossing compared to everyone else's, <laughs> and being like, you know, it's it's just not good enough. The, the lots are no, the lots are too large. I needed to <laughs> change change the layout. So I've I've started another week or two week long process of moving every single house and every single oh my shop. god it's so expensive too <laughs> so expensive and you can only do one per day right so oh my I've god got, the dedication you have is just unbelievable <laughs> it's gonna be gorgeous you can't i can't wait for uh, i actually had my sister and uh brother-in-law visit my town the other day and like we were skyping as we were doing it and like they just started playing it and like <laughs> the second that they get to my <laughs> like my village they just started laughing they're like we didn't even know you could have paths in this yeah. game <laughs> like oh, is this yeah. even the same game or are we yeah. playing the same game did uh, you stick them all together is that the plan now 
they're all going to be in one area. I kind of had them spread out, but like yeah. I, I made everyone have like kind of suburban lots where every yeah. character had a yard, but because of that, they couldn't all fit on like the main area. Right. And then there are the mouths of the rivers that like the, those mouths you can't move the rivers themselves. You can. Right. But like, I kind of had the rivers like twist around to get to that area and that kind of created some awkward angles. So I just said, screw it and made some straight lines for those <laughs> rivers and <laughs> got a very rigid, uh, grid system now that there I There you have. go. Planned community. Let's mm-hmm. do it. How, how time consuming was that? Just out of curiosity, like not, not in the matter of like the day breakdown, but like how, 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 how much time does it take to like reroute all your rivers and stuff? It depends on if you're playing handheld or with a pro controller. <laughs> okay. Uh, because for some, like just with the Joy Cons, like getting a like actual like straight path, like Ugh. it's 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 a very unstreamlined process. Yes, the angles or, are okay. tough, man. Yes, angles are tough. Like. Like That's with a lot of games, though. Even like Celeste or something, you know, I had a really hard time hitting like those diagonal dashes. Like I was like, I gotta, you gotta use the pro controller. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So like, once I have the uh, the proper setup, then it doesn't get too bad. But you know, I'm I'm not keeping track of time. I'm I'm just listening to either like an album or like watching a TV show with Lauren while we're doing it. So That's it's right. probably a long time. <laughs> I, I I guess I just wanted to get it. Like, does it feel tedious? Because like that that was one of the things that caught my eye when like they started showing all the features of the game. It was like, oh, you can like build you know all these you can reroute like even the cliffs and just that you can change the terrain of your island and like Mm -hmm. that was like oh okay that's like a little bit more interesting than i expected so if if it's like a somewhat streamlined process i I keep trying to convince myself that i sort of want this you don't i'm just yeah i I just gotta steer clear i missed the boat already yeah i know i missed the boat already yeah i would be like your uh i would be like your uh siblings john just like what the hell is this so (laughs) no but we are also yeah. in the process of uh, a lot of construction and Animal Crossing now. We're also at that stage mm. where Tina's making a bunch of paths. I'm I'm as the only or as the the main character, the only one that can do these like construction projects from Nook. So mm-hmm. I'm asking every other day, basically, as we pay off these like bougie bridges that are like two hundred twenty thousand bells and stuff. But yep. we've got like four <laughs> or five of those suckers going now, plus a bunch of inclines. So. We're trying our best to make it where you don't have to use the ladder or pole to get around the island. And we're almost yep. there. Almost. See, you you go to the places where you use it most often. And that's yes. like, this is all, it's landscape architecture. That's all you, you got to figure out the, like, the planned uh, routes that everybody's taking. And then that's the most efficient way to lay out. Totally. Yeah. No, nice. and it is fun. Like, even though you kind of have to wait, I don't know, it's kind of fun. It gives us another thing to do each day. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Have there been any updates since uh, last time we talked about it? Any big time stuff? I know they've kind of like gotten rid of all the egg stuff. That was kind of our last time we chatted about it, I think. They had like an Earth Day event. They have they've started having a new vendor, which is Leaf, the sloth character who like comes to your town and occasionally gives you like additional flowers or like bushes. Now, they actually today uh, just started the museum stamp uh, rally or something. I forget what it's called, but uh i i've actually not played that i was too busy i need uh there was a grand piano at the shop so i had to grind Ooh. and get two hundred thousand bells <laughs> oh. in order to get that grand piano oh i had to oh liquidate some of my assets in the stock market i had as you do yeah <laughs> had, in real life no oh god <laughs> no I, I i cashed in big on the on the turnips with a uh, daisy may this weekend oh, yeah. so oh yeah i had to, I had to liquidate some of that so that i had some cash flow but nice job <laughs> oh man that's too funny uh have you been uh playing anything else randall yeah yeah so uh just started not too long ago actually bought this when it was on sale for half off but i'm playing the uh, ace attorney trilogy phoenix Wright. so oh nice you finally snagged that eh? finally snagged it and the reason why i waited is because i have all of these ace attorney games on ds um huge ds guy i've got a pretty massive ds collection tina and i that was kind of like our formative oh yeah it's so good man it's amazing i love it and there's so many weird quirky like well done games on that console yeah and one of a kind games yeah Yeah. like quirky i guess kind of covers that but yeah yeah because of the control scheme and like the dual screen nature of it yeah it's hard 
to think we're going to ever see any besides Wii U that will ever mm-hmm. see anything else like it. I bet, you know, switch kind of yeah. went off in a different direction now where there's no dual screen aspect there. And it's either you're playing it on the TV or you're playing it in the handheld, but, yeah. uh, which is awesome. But I, I do miss like, you know, but yeah, playing like, uh, some of the Zelda games on the Wii U with like having the map on the yeah. touch screen oh, or on yeah. your, you know, game pad, like just that quick immediacy of not having to pause the game and manage yep. inventories in certain games. Like there's a lot of possibility, a lot of potential there. Loved Wind Waker HD for that purpose. Oh yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Wind Waker but HD is amazing. That's a huge digression that I got into <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> <laughs> but just played the first opening act slash case of the first Phoenix Wright game. Um, and I had like, I'll be honest, even though I own all of these games and my wife, Tina has played all of these games. I've actually only played through half of the first Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney game, which is sad, but that's kind of where I am. Um, Man, I always like we play do. Through it, that's like we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um, so played through that first case uh, just to kind of say, like, is this what I remember? How does it feel different? Now it's in like crisp HD, which is great. Nice. Um, the first case doesn't really have you do anything with like kind of point around the map touchscreen stuff. So I haven't been able to see how that feels in comparison to having like a stylus in your hand. Um, that might be a little wonky. We'll see how that feels um, mm-hmm. when I get into that. But for the first case, when you're just kind of moving around using, you know, a joystick, it, it felt perfectly good. All the music and sound effects are classic and they still sound great on switch. So all that stuff was like, yep. Glad, glad I picked this up. Gonna play more of that for sure. Especially nice. with a game that's like so hand drawn, that's probably a yes. great transition to HD. Like some other games, you know, that are like ports over, where it's like, oh yeah, this is just like a higher fidelity polygon, but right. like something that's <laughs> actually just like an art asset that's probably super high res when they originally made it. Like that's gotta yeah. just look great. No, that's a good point. It is. It's it's more vibrant, and yeah, you're looking at it like a super low con like low pixel screen on on the ds i think it was like 240p tops on mm-hmm, that yeah. screen so like yeah pretty massive upgrade with yeah i'm assuming just the original hand-drawn art maybe they redrew it but it looks great it's very yeah, convincing yeah. and those ds games actually look even a little i don't want they don't look that bad but they look a little worse even if you're playing on a 3ds you know it sure, blows yeah. it up even more and well you gotta just, you gotta hold start when you when you launch the game kevin so it goes in the oh, I don't, see i don't know the tricks man i haven't oh, man. i haven't played my 3ds that much i've been meaning to bust it out after we talked a little bit about play. the paper mario announcement off the air last week yeah. i was like oh, I, might, I might bust out sticker star just for the hell of it yeah you gotta play advance wars I know. I actually, I've been meaning to start that up. That's going to be my like laying in bed game. I think soon. So, Play Advance yeah. Wars instead of Sticker. Hopefully Star. soon. Yeah. yeah. Please. I, I, I think. Do I yourself will. a favor. I think I will. Be nice to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't we get into the uh, meat of the episode this week for the uh, games we're actually going to discuss? Um, and uh, one of the games that I kind of teased last week was uh, Creature in the Well. And uh, I played that also. I've been kind of plowing through a bunch of stuff on Game Pass lately uh, uh, via the Xbox Game Pass. I guess I just kind of say Game Pass. That's just assumed it's on Xbox. Sure. Um, But since I'm unemployed, you know, I'm just like kind of perusing. Hey, what can I? I'm not buying games as frequently. Right. Um, And Creature in the Well was, you know, uh, it's funny because Randall, last week we talked about how you signed up for Game Pass uh, with the Streets of Rage, you know, kind of pushing you over the edge. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so Creature in the Well was kind of the game that just put me over the edge. Like it was available on Game Pass the day that it came out uh, on every other platform. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to sign up for this and give it a try. And I played it for like a quick second. And uh, I just I I don't know, it was just really tough or I, I just didn't quite get it. I was playing something else. I can't remember. It didn't fully grab me. My PC wasn't running the best, but whatever reason, I didn't quite get around to it. But I was like, I finally I actually watched some video on it. And there's this it's kind of it's kind of weird. So the game is like this dungeon crawler pinball hybrid. And it's got this really vibrant, uh, like cell shaded art style. OK, kind of you kind of play it just like this robot. Are you guys familiar with the game at all? Like, have you seen it? Yeah, or, I've, I've watched it. Like, I've, it's definitely on my wish list. It's been there. I've been waiting for it to go back on sale. But yeah, no, it, yeah. it looks good. I've only been aware of it since you mentioned it last week, and I did not realize it had anything to do with pinball. And I'll keep <laughs> <Okay>. saying words. <laughs> yeah, so it's like uh, you play as like this robot that you're kind of just crawling through these dungeons that are like 
you you basically get these like energy balls that you can either you you have a few you can either dash you know to kind of dodge around the map you know it's like a top down perspective it's 3D but it's top down perspective so sure. it's kind of 2D gameplay yeah um and then you have these energy balls that kind of respawn at certain locations or certain uh like turrets will kind of pop out and fire at you and some of them will be uh, charged red and those will damage you if they hit you. Um, and one of the things that kind of put me off this game initially was like, once you die, you kind of get thrown back out to the initial like overworld or whatever. And you have to go back into the dungeon and like you, you're thrown out with no health and you're just like, I, I just like, I'm like, okay, maybe you have to like beat this opening chunk, you know, then the game actually starts or something. And I just couldn't, couldn't figure out what was going on. So I, I, I do remember that being what, I don't know. I watched some video that mentioned, oh, there's like this little pool you have to dip into in like the little when you're entering the dungeon, there's like this kind of room and there's like this white pool that as you play further in the levels, there's one of those at the end of each dungeon, like right before you get to the boss. Okay. so maybe they're assuming that you would get that far without (laughs) dying. But this game is hard. I I did not get that far without dying a handful of times. But uh, anyways, so once you figure that out, that, that is a slight complaint about this game before I get into all the things I like about it is that it's a little obtuse and it doesn't explain very much you okay. kind of just have to poke and prod there is dialogue here and there and a few characters but like even to this point like i beat the game almost 100 percent. i think like 96 percent um but i don't know like i was upgrading like you get these cores that upgrade your robot and i don't know what those upgrades did it would just hmm. be like you're upgraded to level seven did you <laughs> skip over any dialogue nothing no 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 oh. i read everything um I did I know I know I do some this is no Diablo. This is no Diablo situation, even though it is a dungeon crawler. Um but anyways, uh you're kind of like you have two mechanics other than dashing. You can either just swat it, you know, with the pinballs or the energy balls, or you can like kind of charge and like you kind of like wave your sword or whatever weapon you have around. And it kind of plays like a light RPG. You can get a few different uh, you know, you get like a stick or you get like this kind of magnet weapon that can like suck orbs in from a little further away. Or you get hmm. one that like if it's a red powered orb, that's like an attack orb. Um, if you suck those in, it'll recharge your health a little bit. So like you have a few different options, not a ton. Other than that, you get some like cosmetic capes that you can find that didn't seem to make any difference in the gameplay or anything. Uh, but yeah, you can like upgrade your core. Maybe, maybe just get more health when you upgrade the core. But anyways, the gameplay just gets like. You just have to kind of clear these rooms that are all kind of puzzle challenges. Some of them are kind of it's I don't want to say puzzle challenges because it's really action based to your da- I mean, you're dashing around like crazy. Sure. Uh, you're kind of dodging all these laser beams that are, you know, spawning and you kind of have to like hit the bumpers to deactivate them in some cases. And they'll be like once you hit a certain thing, it'll trigger a few things and there'll be timers ticking down over certain bumpers that you have to hit with enough energy. And again, when you charge up enough energy balls, like you have a more powerful attack and it's just like all about like kind of clearing these rooms. But some of them are like, yeah, there's a bunch of secret paths. And one slight complaint is like each like room of the dungeon. Like again, the structure of the game is kind of weird. There's like this overworld and you have to like hit these bumpers in like the overworld or like once you're in the main like dungeon hub. Okay. Um, and then you hit that bumper and it's like, okay, now you're on that level and it like opens the main door. It's the same door you keep entering. And uh, yeah, every time you die, you get thrown back out to the beginning and you do have to go back to the beginning of the dungeon and go all the way through it. Oh, Uh, most of the time you don't have to beat those things again, only on the very last dungeon. Um, you have to like beat, you have to clear everything every time. Yeah. But it's just kind of tedious. I, I don't really understand. Like, it, it's almost like they maybe initially planned on this game being a roguelike or something, you know? Yeah. And like had that for, like, it feels like kind of that format, like you're upgrading, you're finding a few different weapons, but then they just were like, ah, let's just actually flesh this out. Cause like a lot of the levels are like cookie cutter, like, oh, it's a, here's the same path, just with a totally different color palette. It still looks awesome. Hmm. And all the different color palettes are awesome. Uh, the soundtrack is fantastic. It's really minimalist. Uh, I think it is like though like the same for most levels. Like it's real vibey. It's really cool. Uh, the last level gets a little more intense. There's a little more melody going on, um, and it fe- it feels appropriate. And it's it's awesome. It's really vibey. I love the vibe of this game. But it is like it does feel like they cut some corners in some regards, like just mm. copy and pasting some things. You uh, know, that's too bad. Um, which which it, it, I don't. That's a very small complaint because yeah, the gameplay feels really fun really frantic i will say like if you're not into games that are difficult just avoid this game (laughs) like it is pretty damn hard um even after getting over that hump of like not 
understanding like that mechanic of healing and how you start you know the, just the ob- obtuseness of the game you know if that's even a word mm-hmm. um but i just uh overall i i had a really good time with it i really like the vibe uh like i said i saw it almost all the way through to 100 percent. i don't quite know what i missed because it seems like on the <laughs> checklist i have i ticked almost everything off other than like i missed like a cape or something but uh, but yeah, I, I was really compelled to just kind of see this game all the way through to the end. And if, for sure, if you have Game Pass, definitely recommend checking it out because it won't cost anything extra. But sure. it's like 17, 18 bucks, I think, on pretty much every other platform. And if you're into pinball dungeon crawlers that have way more of an action focus than like an RPG focus, um, I'd say it's worth checking out for sure. I really liked it. That's cool. So I'm 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 trying to picture this. So you must be the paddle, I'm assuming, in a pinball format to be able to hit said ball towards things, right? Well, you're so it, uh, you're playing as like a character, you know, you're playing right. as like a character that's running around and you have like that sword. Right. So like you're, but when you're doing that charge, you're able to like it's not freeze time, but you like kind of like actually one of your uh, weapons, you can actually like slow time as you take your shot. Okay. But like you, you'll kind of see like an arrow pointing at where you're going oh, to be. Okay. So you like kind of charge and then, okay, now I'm going to aim over here and now I'm going to hit the, you know, you <laughs> can, sw- thankfully you can remap the controls. So it felt kind of awkward to me the way it was originally laid out. But like, yeah. So I was using essentially the trigger to like charge and you can almost hold that. There's no like limit to that. It just kind of hold it down. But because you're juggling between dashing to avoid lasers and char- right. and like holding down your charge, it's almost like a whip. You're like holding, you're like whipping your weapon around in a, like a whip motion that just kind of like sucks in any nearby um, energy orbs. Does okay. it control kind of like a, a tennis game then in that way yeah sort sort of i mean you obviously you don't have like the flexibility of like drop shots and you know lob right. shots and stuff like that it's it's like strictly top down on a 2d plane but like i mean yeah it's like like an old school tennis game yeah or like an arcadey tennis game i mean yeah you're kind of playing like a yeah like a tennis player running around that's just yeah catching the ball and oh, i guess more like racquetball because you're like bouncing it off the walls like crazy and like bouncing it off the bumpers and like yeah Yeah. some of the challenges are like really difficult like you have to like be perfectly lined up but again one of the weapons you get is like you can actually see like a laser sight of your you know where you're going to be firing the weapon at that helps or we're going to be firing the energy orbs off too so like you can actually line it up but like some of them have to be perfect like right in the center and then it banks off like everything perfectly because otherwise you won't hit it in the right amount of time you know Mm -hmm. Mm. so because like it'll trigger off certain bumpers that you have to hit clear in a certain number of time or a certain time limit so i i don't know there there's a stiff challenge but i found myself always wanting to overcome that challenge yeah which i can't say for every game there's definitely games where i'm like yeah this is a little too hard for me nice so yeah definitely worth checking out so randall Sweet. game pass <laughs> got that trial i did download it when you mentioned it last week i downloaded it so it is on on my nice. hard drive on my xbox i've just not booted it yet <laughs> <laughs> nice nice well i know we're all busy i know we're all pretty busy but uh john i know you finally got around to playing a game that uh i still haven't made any time for <laughs> but what have you been uh uh getting around to yeah so for uh my birthday i picked up uh a european copy of luigi's <laughs> mansion <laughs> but I, when i first got the like i got a physical copy of it and when i checked the box i was like that i've never seen that rating for a game peggy 13 like a green seven <laughs> oh, um, there you go yeah peggy 13 come on it's luigi yeah that's true that's true it is spooky though it's spooky it is spooky but yeah so i picked up uh luigi's mansion uh three uh and it has i actually never played the original but i did play dark moon for the 3ds same uh and i enjoyed that game a lot um that one is a a lot more arcadey like level structure where like you'll go in and play a level and then as soon as you beat that level you'll like go back to like the main menu screen you have to select like a new thing there's not like a continuous like overworld where you're all in like uh in the original where there's just the one mansion or in this game where you're on multiple floors of a hotel and like there's an autosave feature so like basically like wherever you end up on with your the last autosave is where you'll go It's, it's actually like one of my main complaints with the game is that it's kind of clunky in terms of like menus and yeah. presentation 
Like, the menus for, are ugly. <laughs> it does not feel like a first-party Nintendo no. game. I was just going to say, that doesn't sound like Nintendo, yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's really feels kind of like a third-party GameCube game in that respect. <laughs> Especially, like, with, like, the fact that, like, I was really hoping that there would just be, like, a save and quit to main menu option. But no, there's just a go to the yeah. title screen, and then it prompts you as, like, uh, you'll lose all progress from your last autosave. And I was like, all right, how do I prompt an autosave right. other than like just going to a new room and hoping that it will like the little icon will show up at the bottom of the screen. Right. Um, but <laughs> in spite of all that, like I think it's a really <laughs> great game. I've really enjoyed like the sandbox elements of just exploring and seeing what's interactable and like mm-hmm. going and salt like every single puzzle is so charming. There's never been one that I've like felt like, oh, this is a a dumb solution or like something that's not satisfying. Like every room that I've gone into, like that if there's like a little secret, like there are hidden gems for like each uh, floor yeah. of the hotel. And there are some that like I've seen and I was like, okay, I don't know how to get to that, but I will figure it out and I'll like co- go by like, okay, what are the rooms surrounding it? And like, mm-hmm. what are the environmental like objects that are nearby that maybe I can interact with and figure it out? Um, it's, it's just been a joy to play. Like I've, I've really, uh, had a lot of fun just exploring and being like, yeah, this is a fun game to be in and just kind of like mess around with in the mechanics. It is fun. The atmosphere is great on this game. I love the atmosphere of this game. They nailed that part of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How far are you into the game, John? Um, so uh, a fun thing that they do, I kind of like about it is that, uh, each uh boss that you beat each ghost will have a, a button for the elevator that you're like is you're using to get to each floor so like you're kind of jumping around like the first one you're you know taking the staircase up and you're going to like you uh, initially like all your rooms were on the fifth floor so then you go down to the basement and you're making your way back up the hotel so I think I'm at like the sixth floor out of what Ooh. looks to be either like third. I think there's 13 floors and maybe a penthouse. Damn. It looks like, um, yeah. but yeah, no, it's uh, there's there's still a ton of stuff that will uh, like I, I'm I don't think I'm halfway through the game because there's plenty of like smaller things like I just unlocked uh, booze because there are ghosts and then there are booze and I think each floor has a boo um that you have to hunt down and like you can spend your money on like uh getting a marker on your map that'll show you like where the boo will be then like you need to solve a puzzle in order to unlock or find right so there's i'm still getting mechanics i'm still getting like new things introduced to me even like this point in the game yeah and you played a little online too right i did so like uh i uh started playing some of the multiplayer just to see because like uh, I think one of the updates that it said right when I loaded the game was that, oh, now you can play like solo in multiplayer so you can get a feel for what it's like. Because, <laughs> again, like the menu system and like the overall presentation of it, like doesn't really do much to explain or like yeah. it'll give you the option. And then it's just like kind of a gross looking splash page with all the information on it like kind of like if you opened up a manual like right. to the game but like just on a screen that like eh, is not fun to look at like i read through it but like i think i made it like two pages in before i'm like i'll just figure it out <laughs> is it anything like uh the experience sort of like when you're playing like a mario party game for the first time and like you have to read the rules <laughs> for every single mini game no because those are like concise <laughs> right yeah, i guess it's, it's usually you understand. don't even need to scroll it's like a does this b right. does this right. joystick does this uh, honestly Start. yeah no i love the presentation <laughs> of the like the early mario party games like i think that okay. was really clear because there was only like it told you the controls it told you the like uh objective and then it told you tips that yep. was it that's all you yeah. needed but like I, I played a couple rounds by myself and that like was just to get the controls because it's it's pretty impossible to play at least a uh, scare scraper, which is the uh, uh, like non-local multiplayer. There's also uh, I, I think it's scare park. I honestly don't remember because I wasn't <laughs> able to play because it's only local multiplayer, but it's up to like eight players gotcha. local for those modes. But uh, 
Scarescraper is your, I think it's a randomly generated dot like floors of uh, a hotel. So it's like I, every time I've played has been five floors and every time I've played, Jeez. I've not cleared one floor. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I can't imagine doing like the 20 floor option. Wow. Like, it, Oh geez. It's a, I, again, I don't know if it's difficult or if I just get bad teammates or if I'm the bad <laughs> teammate and I don't understand what I'm doing, but like, I, I would like to play it with friends that I could coordinate with because right. like one of the time where like there were like, f- there was a full team of four of us and like, we were like sweeping the like floors. You have to clear the floor of every ghost. And like, we were just like, the, it was like also the Nintendo voice options where you only have like the directions <laughs> on the D pad to give you like help or over here uh, or thank you. Yeah. And three of us were on a switch that we needed four people to be on and like for like 45 seconds the three of us were just spamming the over here oh my god prompt and the person one other person was just walking around the entire floor not doing anything until like they got trapped and then like with eight (laughs) seconds left like they just started like spamming the help button we're like no we're not doing it like yeah. we've lost uh, your at this time point. is wasted uh, you can't play with strangers that sounds like us playing toe jam randall yep. yeah. <laughs> one time just like oh we got oh some people join the game uh i guess we're done playing yep, toe we're jam. Out. it's over <laughs> right i mean like I, I i don't know if it's just like there's just not a huge player base where like probably you not know, like i've played a couple like bad rounds of splatoon but like I, that never like is the case for every round like right I'll, I'll always have like the you have the good ones with the bad ones but more often than not like i have a great online experience but i am holding out for luigi's mansion 3 until i can coordinate with friends only sure because that's just um not not the selling point of this game for me personally <laughs> yeah yeah it, it does seem like a tacked on mode but hey there's uh, some paid seem dlc for that mode like oh really? Yes. Oh man, I was saying. Uh, excuse me. Sorry, sorry. It, it's it seems like it's a really good fleshed out mode, but like I, I think it is just a hundred percent dependent on the player base. Like yeah, I I can't imagine unless like there's this huge Luigi's Mansion three resurgence <laughs> or an yeah. esports league. Like maybe uh, or maybe around Halloween or something. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I know you dipped your toe in again, Randall. Did you? playing it much more at all or yeah yeah i I completed the floor i was on which i think was floor three because i got the um the little elevator um button light up button Mm -hmm. for level four um but i did not get it get a chance to go to level four just yet but yeah i played it for a good hour hour and a half last night like oh yeah this game's great like control scheme takes a little bit of getting used to i'll Mm -hmm. say it's like kind of surprisingly complex for a, a Nintendo game actually in the control scheme but it's it's great i love it yeah it's like dual stick where like one of the sticks is 360 like or like a sphere like yeah. it's not even just like okay uh, like you it's all omnidirectional but like you have to be facing in one direction with like the left control stick before you can start positioning the second control stick like right. it oh, makes man. sense once you start playing it but like yeah, for a while there, I was like, I was like, oh, this will just be like a dual stick shooter. Nope. Where, like I'm like inverted <laughs> Y axis in this, and I was like, no, it's not that at all. Let alone like having to combine shoulder buttons for certain moves and things like that. Yeah, it's yes. there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, man, I gotta, I got I have the cartridge sitting on my shelf, so I gotta, I gotta fire this game up. Yeah, yeah plug it in. Um. But actually, you know, now that we're talking about that, speaking of Nintendo games that sometimes get a little bit trickier on the control end, at least for me, I'm having a little bit of a tough time. We teased a little Wii U action earlier in the episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I, uh, like I said, I had to unhook my Xbox because I was playing too much Lonely Mountains Downhill, hooked up my (laughs) Wii U, and uh, I started playing some Yoshi's Woolly World, not Crafted World. You know, I'm a generation behind here. But, uh, (laughs) you know, I was just kind of, we were talking a little bit off the air about 
about the uh, new Paper Mario game uh, that just got announced. And then I was ta- I was kind of think we talked a little bit about Color Splash and then th- it just got me thinking about my Wii U. And I was like, you know, I keep saying I'm going to play Wooly World. I think I played like the first level or something way back when I bought it, but just never fully got around to it. Right. And I'm really kind of torn on this game because it's. It's uh, it's from the it's from Goodfeel. It's from Nintendo, obviously, but from Goodfeel, who uh, previously made Kirby's Epic Yarn and then also made Kirby's uh, or also made Yoshi's uh, Crafted World. Yep. Um, but I really I loved Kirby's Epic Yarn. Like yep. I loved loved that experience. And this game is like so close to that. It's mm-hmm. so close. But like I do feel like it's missing some of the like finer touches and may it's been a while i have not played uh epic yarn since i was in college but i feel like that game like every level had its own distinct song and its own whatever i'm, I'm hearing a lot of repeat songs in wool in uh, yoshi's woolly world huh. so far they're hmm. great songs like there's this one particular like funky baseline i immediately was like oh where's john where's john <laughs> like I, every time i hear a cool baseline it's just obviously I'm but flattered. uh but anyway <laughs> but uh but yeah i couldn't capture uh the video on the wii u i wanted to i was like digging the song so much but yeah no uh there's some limited features there but anyways um and actually real quick on the wii u that there are no no good controller options for the Wii U. Like <laughs> well, the Pro Controller, dude. The Pro Controller, the GamePad. <laughs> the GamePad's your best option, other than either yeah. the GamePad or so a bulky, classic though. controller from it's the Wii. It's a Proto Switch. It is but a Proto see Switch. The, sort of, but see the difference is that they have the joysticks are both on top, right? So you, they're both up high, even on the Pro Controller, right. where they're usually offset like they are on an Xbox controller or right. on the Switch Pro Controller, mm-hmm. um, but they're up top. Like it, I don't know, it just feels so... Uh, I can't use the Pro Controller. It's, I would agree with that. I don't like the joysticks up top like that either. If I think ah, for like maybe like a it. game or two, like for certain games, like for if you were only playing a first-person shooter, maybe I would dig it, but like for like if I'm playing for when I try, I busted it out and I was like, oh, I'm going to play some Bully World. And I was like, yeah, I, pu- I held it in my hand for one second. I was like, nope, classic controller. Hmm. I'm pulling that out immediately because it just feels, yeah, just the holding my thumb over like way over to the left to hit the face buttons is just a little tough. Yeah. My right thumb, that is. So do you but have anyways, a that's classic a- controller pro with the handles? Uh, I ha- no, I have the classic controller from the Wii, the old school one. Sure, sure. Yeah. Mm. Um, but it but it still feels pretty good. And again, I'm getting a little sidetracked here. I, I wanted to talk about some Wooly World. <laughs> um, and, you know, this game, the reason I'm torn is because it, it's pretty it's pretty close. To, like, it's a pretty worthy successor to Yoshi's Island. I would agree. Super Nintendo, I, I believe. I truly yeah. feel like it inherits a lot of the mechanics. And a, many Yoshi games have come and gone since. There's a lot of, you know, Yoshi is kind of like Kirby. You know, they, they use him for a lot of, like, spinoff games and, yeah. you know, all kinds of weird, just gimmicky games, you know, that some which I really like, actually, uh, and some not so much. But, like, this one kind of goes back more true to form but like you know you can throw the eggs or in this case balls of yarn and like the the visuals are great like the yeah. wii u like they, it holds up great again this is another game that just looks fantastic agreed um you know it felt like i was playing it on the switch you know it didn't feel like i was playing an, an old game or anything um right but yeah like the levels are almost a little too long like they're they're you know they're really exploratory you know they're it's almost like at first i was like this is kind of like it's almost like a Metroidvania without having all the Metroidvania stuff. Like it's, it's given me that, that element of exploration that I like without mm-hmm. all the like, Oh, where should I go next? And it's got whatever, puzzles but it's, instead of abilities. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and for the most part, I really love like almost every secret, almost every secret <laughs> is like, you know, there's like a night, like you can see like, Oh, here's like a little, like, a uh, piece of fabric that's kind of ruffled up oh, and you can yeah. see like, oh, I think I can push on that. But like every once in a while, they'll go like new Super Mario Brothers style and it'll just be like, oh, here's an invisible thing that you can just that just disappears with like a cir- see through circle around your character. <laughs> yeah. And it's like they do so much work to make it so immersive almost across the board. It's like that drives me nuts in the Mario games, but it drives me even more nuts here when they when they have like such a great aesthetic that is like. I don't know. They just almost 
nail it, but they, I don't know, that stuff takes me out of it a little bit. But uh, again, I'm being super nitpicky because the gameplay, like, it feels great to play. Mm-hmm. It, uh, like, the speed of Yoshi, all the different, like, there's all the different abilities, like a bunch of new ones. Like, you turn into, like, an umbrella and you turn into, like, a mole digging machine mm-hmm. and you turn into a giant Yoshi that smashes through stuff, like, all these different kind of mini game esque levels that are pretty tough to get through. Like, you're on a quick timer that you have to, you know, gather a, clock that resets it's like a 20 second countdown and it's like you're kind of at you 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 know if you decide like hey i'm gonna go for that extra piece of yarn and again it's just super tough in that just like the yoshi's island to get like a hundred percent on the levels like if you're going for that just forget about it like i I was trying at first like even just like i'll go for all the yarn like when when i'm playing donkey kong i'm at least like okay i'm gonna go for kong on every level i might not get every puzzle piece i might not get every blow on every dandelion in the game (laughs) but like you know i'm I'm gonna go for like the main collectibles that like might unlock a new level or a new secret or something you know Hmm. right and uh this game just i was just like there's no way there's no way in hell because like every time you die uh, cause in Kirby's Epic Yarn, I don't even think you could die. You would beat every level and you, you would have to like complete a level with like a certain amount of gems to collect like the power badge at the end of each level, or, yeah. like some certain type of badge that would unlock a new level or potentially open a new world or something. You could only um, lose gems. You couldn't lose lives. Like, so you correct. could finish a level with zero gems. That was like, right. that was the uh, fail state in that ga- game. Yeah. And you wouldn't get like your rank. You, there was kind of like a ranking system at the end of each level that would mm-hmm. give you unlockables and stuff. Right. Um, and in this game, that is not the case at all. And it's all about like, yeah, just exploring these levels. And there are checkpoints. So like you can't like you can't I don't think you can get a game over, but you can die. And maybe I know, Randall, I know you and Tina played this co-op. So maybe it's a little more forgiving in that experience. And and for what it's worth, in in true Nintendo fashion, there's like an easy mode where you can give Yoshi wings and fly through all the levels. So like, you know, there's but I feel like there's probably a better balance between it's like instead of just like, oh, you can just fly through everything with no risk at all, because like. I don't know. I, I was just having a really tough time, like the the difficulty balance between like this relax, this like, you know, like Kirby's Epic, Epic Yarn is not a no Kirby game is super challenging. Right. Um, I think we all know that. And like it was just kind of this relax, relaxing experience. John's shaking his head. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you can be wrong you, in your podcast. Ch- chime in. Go ahead and chime in. What do you got to say about a tough Kirby game? Yeah, well, 100% I'm on then get back to me. Oh, yeah. I'm not, yeah, I guess I'm not saying to 100% it, but like as far you're not going to a Kirby game for the challenge, I guess. Yeah, um, well. Or at least I'm not. I, I, should, I should only speak for myself. But uh, but yeah, I just, I don't know this. I, I kind of got off track there. I forgot what point I was trying to make, but Yoshi's... Wooly World is just like, I don't know, it's right on the fence of being a fantastic, like, almost like you can't miss this game. But I, I just think it's a little bit the balance is just off or something. But what, what do you think, Randall? And John, you've played it, too. What do you guys think? I think this is a fantastic game. But I also played through this whole thing co-op with Tina, like, pretty soon after it came out. And maybe that colors the experience for me where it's just like a great memory regardless because I was playing through a whole game with my wife. Um, but uh, yeah, I just liked everything about this. Um, Tina's also a big knitter. So that was like a huge thing Mm -hmm. too, that it was all, everything is wool and yarn and fiber based. Like that was just super cool. And like, they just did a really good job, especially because we, you being HD, you could see like the detail and like the frizziness, right, of the yarn and things like that. So I don't know. There's a lot of that going around where, you know, there's always something cool and fun to look at in each level. Um, being co-op, I, th- I think we could save each other, too, which made it probably oh, a little nice. bit easier, too. That's what I was kind of wondering. Yeah. I wondered if like the co-op made things like a little smoother. I think so. In that regard. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And it's super when you're touching on the art and stuff like it's not just like aesthetically, but it's really like clever, like the way they like construct things like I don't know for sure, but like the level I'm on right now, like it seems like there's like it might not be, but it seems like there's almost like a giant wiggler being constructed in the background, like I'm in this (laughs) Mm -hmm. desert world. And like at the end of some of the levels, they'll be like, oh, first there was like two giant like yellow balls of yarn and now there's like four of them stitched together and like i i don't know for sure maybe it's just like a little maybe it's just a little knot or a little you know easter egg or something but um either way it's just all little touches are really clever and creative but what about you john do you i know you played this a while back but yeah i I played it years ago god i don't even remember like probably right when it came out but 
Like I, I remember liking it. Um, like Yoshi the as a series is a, an interesting one for me because I never, yeah. I didn't have a Super Nintendo, so I'd never played like Yoshi's Island. So like my go-to like experience for Yoshi is Yoshi's Story yeah. for the N64. And like, I loved that game. That was also a game that like, I, I basically rented two games my entire <laughs> life and it was Yoshi's Story and Banjo-Kazooie. Nice. And I never owned either of them. Oh man. Which was like, what until like uh, Yoshi's Story got put on virtual console. Nice. And then I started, yeah. and like, like ah, I, I love Yoshi's Story. I think it's a great game. I do um, too. And I really like the like way that it controls and the way it unfolds. And that kind of had like almost a paper like aspect to it in the same way or like yeah. as like storybook. Woolly yeah. Woolly. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, like uh Woolly World I really enjoyed, but like didn't grab me. Like it wasn't something that like I felt the need to finish, especially yeah, like when you're saying like levels are long, like the worlds are long. Like yeah. it's there there's yeah. a they definitely put a ton of meat into this game. Like yeah. you're getting your money's worth, but like a- after like three worlds or so, I was like, mm, I don't know if I like, there's enough like variety in the level design. Like, or there's, there's plenty of like puzzles and stuff to do, but like I wasn't getting the same satisfaction from like doing them. Like that I was in say like Yoshi's story where like, you know, there was a, you were basically just playing like, I don't know, like, six levels basically like yeah uh you because you only played like a few levels per world and like you weren't playing like every like i think there were like four or like yeah with like shuffle them around like based on like the fruit you collected or something i forget exactly how it worked yeah like so you weren't doing like a whole world and like there was kind of a game that you met was meant to be replayed right because like each one that you did would unlock like different paths and other ones based on like oh like you went high in like this world so now you're starting in the clouds in the next level and, like that was like a shorter experience overall that like i beat multiple times because i don't know you're only playing like a couple levels per world or like maybe just one and so like i, I got to, totally like, I got into being like, oh yeah, I need to beat it a different path this time so I can unlock different things. Whereas like kind of like, and that again, that was my formative Yoshi experience. So like going into one that was kind of the same as like any other Mario game, which was how it was originally made. Like it was just like level after level after level. So like that experience was just different for me. And I was like, ah, I kind of wish it where there was like a successor to Yoshi's story, but I don't know if they'll there will be ever actually that's really yeah. interesting that's it's a really kind of the same perspective that way it's kind of the Yoshi. same yeah. with like star fox honestly yeah like star fox 64 is my quintessential like star fox and same they haven't made another one like it nope don't know if they ever will <laughs> <laughs> please do although i think that one's a little more loved than uh yoshi's story i think yoshi's story has a little bit more of a mixed reception i think but i i loved it too i used to borrow it from my friend uh ryan all the time mm-hmm. uh growing up but I, I never understood how it worked to be honest like i was always like why, why are the levels different like what am i supposed to be doing like i never understood maybe i was the level the ended when you even ate back enough then. fruit <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, that's the thing is like you would get to the end quote unquote of a level and then you would just go back to the beginning and you just had to eat fruit until it filled up the entire like the perimeter of the screen wouldn't yeah, Poochie help you why find it was confusing too? yeah mm-hmm. Poochie yeah. would find secrets. Oh. Yeah. Man, I got to go back. I got to go back. But uh, but yeah, with Woolly World, I think it's just, yeah, it's that balance. Like, it, it's almost like they made it too exploratory or something. Like, mm-hmm. they, I don't know, they were just too ambitious. Like, the levels are too huge because they are meant to be replayed again and again, oh, kind yeah. of. There's Because you there's no way you're stuff. getting all the collectibles in one run. But it feels like it. I want it to be that experience. Like in Kirby's Epic Yarn, I kind of, I mean, I had to replay a couple levels, you know, to make sure I got through without losing gems in the boss or whatever. Right. Um, but for the most part, it was like a really laid back experience. And that was kind of what I was looking for in a uh, quarantine mode while I'm job hunting and stuff. I was like, I kind of want a game. I can just like shut my brain off, mm-hmm. enjoy some nice, pleasant music and, you know, environments and whatnot. And for the most part, I'm getting that, but I was getting a little frustrated with, uh, just like, oh, man, I this this is going to take me forever. So <laughs> I think Tina and I probably unlocked everything. I think we definitely unlocked oh, all of the Yoshis. 
Good lord. So, yeah. I remember that being hard. Like, I yeah, think you have I, to get all five yarns on every level. Yeah. Sounds right. I try. I remember, like, I did the first couple levels like that, and then the first level that I missed a yarn, I was like, all right, I'm giving up. I'm not doing that on any <laughs> John, other level. John, you and I, we're rarely on the same page, John, but we are same boat here. I was like, oh, I missed them. Yeah, I guess I don't need to get those. And it's like, oh, I didn't have full health. Uh, yeah, I guess I. Well, I'm 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 gonna take damage. Yeah. And like, yeah, I just kept making compromises to where now I'm just like, I got through like a world and a half, and I'm like, yeah, I'm probably just gonna maybe I'll come back to this game at a different time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably gonna hang it up there, but um, but but it is still solid for oh, sure. It's, it's a well made game. I don't want to end on like a sour note. I just like found myself getting a little bit overwhelmed. I guess. Mm-hmm. Sure. But not to end on a sour note, we can we can wrap it up there. Uh, I guess we are ending it on a sour note, but we'll wrap it up there anyways. Uh, but as always, I never know what to say as we open or close episodes, but uh, you can find us on the internet. We're on uh, pursuingpixels.com is where you can find all of our stuff. But otherwise, we're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Discord. I won't forget that this yeah. time. Uh, we're on <laughs> YouTube, Twitch. I've been going on there a little bit more. But yeah, we'll be back as always uh, next Monday. And uh, until then, we'll catch you next week. Take care. Bye-bye. See ya. Didn't realize I had so many Yoshi feelings. I I know, know, man. (laughs) That's great. You're going to have to dig deeper. (laughs) I need to... I think I'm going to bust my Wii U back out because I think I had had imported my Wii over to my yeah, Wii U. Yeah, I did that Me same too. Yeah, yeah. So God all, damn it. I don't know. I, it's like, a mistake. Uh, it's Why? got the HDMI output. I know it has no, the I don't, HDMI, but like now you have to go through like an emulation layer to like go eh. into your Wii stuff. And then it's kind of what. clunky about downloading to the quote unquote SD card in said emulation Wii mode. And Oh, oh, you had it on an SD card, not yeah. a USB stick like me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I, I did boot up before I even tried Yoshi. I booted up the Wii menu because I was like, oh, what games that I have downloaded on here? Mm-hmm. And just looking at the menu, oof, it what? is blurry. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> it is blurry. Like, I was like, I can't play a game in 480p. Oh, yeah. Who am I kidding? I, I still um, really miss Wii weather and Wii news, though. That was really cool. Dog. I miss, like, the music, yeah. even on the Wii U. Like, the even like even not the music, but just, like, the... Oh, maybe yeah. you should uh, like play little... Animal Crossing then if you want to Tataka. I know, I know. It's true. But but you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Just oh, like the kind of yeah. spacey, like orbital music. Every Everything, every single it's piece so of good. music on the Wii was For real. Incredible. Like every track on Wii in the system like he, menu is amazing. Like honestly, yeah. Tataka, I think, is Nintendo's best composer. Yeah, he's amazing. Like hands down.